0: CHAPTER 35 Helene stood at a podium. A crowd of people met in a secret building in the dead of night. They each carried their own candle. She raised her fist and her blonde curls bounced with fury as she spoke to the large group. We cannot live in the shadow a day longer, she cried. It's a voice that Ilse remembered as soon as she heard it. This was her mother. Helene raised her fist again. Her sleeve was drawn back and a small wave print was on her wrist. Some people in the audience shouted their echoes, but some stayed quiet. "'What if it is not the time?' one called from the crowd. "'Is centuries upon centuries enough time for you?' she exclaimed. "'Soon my daughter shall know who she really is, and I do not want her to live in shame of such honor.' "'We cannot allow everyone to know our secret,' a man said, just loud enough for people to hear. All eyes turned to a figure standing in the shadows of the doorway." The woman at the podium kept her stance. "'Come now, no need for concealment. We are all descendants in this meeting,' she said, referring to his long-draped hood covering his face. He raised it to reveal his two bright green eyes. The symbol of a third eye lay on his shaved chin. Everyone stared openly at him. "'Another tribe!' the woman at the podium whispered in awe. Ilse imagined that her mother hadn't met anyone like this man before. "'I come to speak for my brothers and sisters.' We have foreseen a terrible occurrence in the future. If you continue to meet and talk of sharing your past, our past, with the world, we will have no choice but to stop you. It is unwise for you to question us, he said, as a rise of whispers filled the room. The flames began to flicker with excitement. Helene raised a hand, and silence filled the room. Everyone looked to see what Ilse's mother would say. She raised her head and stuck her chin out. We are not all one joined tribe. "'We of the Swift tribe will act as we wish,' she said. "'Very well,' the man grunted. He raised his hood, turns, and leaves. Then quietly, yet heard by many, he said, "'While you live in ignorance, your last moments will be full of horror. You will know that your children and neighbors will be the one to pay for what you wish to do.' The woman frowned at the mysterious man's exit. Her face suddenly contorted and swirled into a new image. It suddenly became the image of a vast and beautiful field. Ilse realized she was herself. She was reliving her moments as a child. She looked at herself and realized she was wearing her favorite dress that day. The vision swirled again and Ilse followed her mother as her normal grown self as her mother walked home from yet another meeting. Ilse didn't know how she knew, but she was sure of it. The sun shone brightly and everyone was about like normal. Helene's blonde curls bounced up and down. She looked like she was hurrying home, as though she was upset by something. Suddenly, dark clouds began to form. Ilsie looked down at her feet because she saw Helene do the same. It is not winter yet, Ilsie muttered to herself. She just knew it to be true. Ilsie suddenly saw the light in her mother's eyes. Realization, she saw a glimpse of her mother's mind. She saw her mother's nightmares. The hooded man appeared in her dreams every night since she saw him, and he told her what would happen. On one side of the island, everything would die of hunger, the other of thirst. Both would die together, yet apart. They would be divided forever to stop the meetings, to stop what would soon come. Her mother ran hard and fast. Ilse ran along with her mother and suddenly saw herself again, the young version of herself. Ilse cried with Helene in unison, Ilse, it is happening! In her dream, the hooded man, along with the members of his clan, called a terrible and ancient spell, one that could not be undone without great power. Ilse ran to the small version of herself to comfort the girl. She couldn't remember if she was herself, the small one, or the mother in the dream. But at that moment, she was holding the little girl and rubbing her stiff hands against the two small bare feet. Helene came running, but the wall shot up a few inches in front of where she stood. As Ilse watched the wall shoot up in the sky, she held the little girl and shivered. Her eyes circled about and saw a world that she grew used to, a world full of ice and cold. Ilse cried out for her father, in harmony with the little one. She waited for him to fix everything. Ilse woke up with tears in her eyes as they fluttered open. It took her a second to recognize that she was still at the cottage and her leg was still on the mend. Gilly and Giselle were already out of the cottage and working. She could hear them humming together. This dream kept coming to her, even after weeks of being in the cottage. She grabbed her mother's journal, a quill, and ink placed nearby and furiously wrote down everything she remembered from the dream before the images melted away. With each time, a new detail surfaced and she struggled to connect all the pieces into a great whole. She then included, It's impossible. I tried talking to her, bribing her, with what little I can promise, and begging her to help. Maybe it's my own selfishness, but if she is who everyone says she is, who's to say she could end this war within a year? Or what about a day? She's supposed to have the power to do something, and she just laughs. Mama, her laughter is infuriating. It was by a major miracle that I was even able to find her so quickly, and now she's refusing to join Ladala so the war can end and I can go rescue Papa. I hate depending on people to get where I want to be, and I hate being lame at the moment. I don't have a moment's chance if we're attacked. So what's keeping you from home? Ilse asked. Don't you miss your family? It's complicated. Gilly replied. It's not safe where I used to live. Gilly was helping Ilse practice walking with both legs from the cottage to where a crescent slept in the small field of grass. Ilse was wobbly, but getting the hang of it while Gilly stood by in case something went wrong. "'Why, because of the wall?' Ilse asked. "'Well, there's that, but then there's... Hey!' Gilly exclaimed. Her hands flew to her mouth as if she caught herself swear. "'How did you... How did I know you're a horrible liar?' Ilse laughed. "'You've got two sisters that I've already met, Rashma and Ophelia.' The family resemblance is strong. You know Reshma? Gilly exclaimed. She grabbed Ilse by the waist and hugged her close. We thought she was left behind in Taija. She was, but now she's out here looking for you, Ilse said, folding her arms over her chest. And it's likely that she's looking for me since I passed the time we were supposed to meet and keep traveling. Stay close to me and I'll make sure you two are reunited. Gilly's face pinched as her eyes filled with tears. Ilse couldn't quite tell if the young girl was happy or sad. "'I'm so happy she's okay,' she said. "'I've been worried about what the soldiers might have done to her.' "'Well, what happened to the rest of you?' "'Ilsie said. "'Your parents? Siblings? "'I forgot how many there are of you.' "'Gilly chuckled and wiped her eyes dry as she said. "'We were taken on a boat in a dock somewhere. "'I couldn't even tell you where because I don't know the geography here. "'Plus we were blindfolded and kept below deck for most of the time. "'We were taken to some camp.' Elsie could tell the story was hard to tell and put her hands on Gilly's shoulders and brought her in for a hug. The elderly are terrible, Elsie said. No doubt about it. I'm so safe here with Giselle, Gilly said into Elsie's neck. If I leave, I know they'll find me. They'll take me back. Would you feel safe with Reshma protecting you? Gilly shook her head. I'm not really sure. You know enough about Giselle to understand that she is very powerful. Well, for an old lady. Just think about it. Ilse said. "'What's the point of worrying about your family's safety "'if you decide never to be reunited with them?' "'Gilly's lips spread into a thin line "'as she and Ilse found themselves back at the cottage. Ilse lay on her back again and thought about her father "'and wondered what it would be like to finally see him again "'and know what happened to him. "'Maybe tomorrow I should tell her about what happened to Ophelia,' Ilse thought as she limped back inside the cottage. "'Giselle, I must ask you something,' "'Ilsie said.' She was sitting down and helping the woman pull weeds from her garden. Ask away, dear one. Do people often have visions in your care? Ilse looked at her from the corner of her eye in hopes of catching a reaction. The woman didn't appear phased. It depends, she said simply. A lot of things happen in that little cottage. It depends on if the person is wounded physically or emotionally. Have you had visions, girl? I'm not sure, Ilse said. I've just had the same dream each night, and it gets more clear with each night. It's something that happened to me when I was a little girl. What I remember is fleeting, or details that my father shared with me. But what I see is something that no one else was there to see. It definitely sounds more important than just a dream, Giselle nodded. Did you do that? Ilse asked. I usually never remember my dreams, but these are so clear. Did you give me something to help me remember? Giselle shrugged. "'It's my job to give people what they need,' she answered. "'Those things go beyond bandages and a warm meal. My property happens to be conducive to mental and spiritual healing.' "'Can you help me make sense of certain details?' Ilse said. "'Do you interpret dreams?' "'If it's a vision of what you've already experienced, I don't have to interpret. I can just tell you what you need to know.' Before Elsie could question her, Giselle used her walking stick to prop herself up and stretched her hand and placed her thumb on Elsie's forehead between her eyes. Elsie staggered backwards. The rush of her past flowed over her like a huge tidal wave. She felt dizzy and sick as she faced Giselle. Her wise and knowing eyes gazed back at her. I don't understand, Elsie finally said. Her voice cracked. What did you do? I can't really do much for you if I don't know what vision I'm working with. "'Giselle explained, "'But the wall that surrounded your clan "'was created to protect you from the evils of your day. "'It was meant to keep your powers secret from the Elderum. "'Giselle noticed that Ilsie was trying so hard to keep her emotions in check. "'Her face flushed red, and a tear raced down her burning cheeks. "'The vision of the event shook her up all over again. "'What was so bad in the future that the hooded man and his tribe created that stupid wall?' Calm yourself, child, Giselle said, placing her hands on her shoulders. What is done is done. That is the danger of looking in the past. What you have seen can never be changed. Besides, the wall... The wall ruined my life. He got that part right. What was so bad that he forced me to suffer this way? Ilse! Giselle exclaimed in an otherworldly voice, and Ilse suddenly hushed. I know that this is upsetting you, but you must know what they saw. If you refuse to calm down, it will not help you at all. What they saw came to pass. They thought that they could prevent what they saw. The understanding tribe saw the rise of Althard. They saw that he had acquired entice from his brother, Cornelius. However, much to their dismay, he sacrificed his brother to do so. It's unclear if he has acquired fortune yet. How does he know where all these people are? Ilse mused. How did he know to find me, and how will he find the others? How do you even know these things, even though they weren't part of the vision? I've sensed that with Althard's adopted power, he is able to give fragments of it to his soldiers, and they can pass through walls to find those they seek, Giselle said. All cheeriness and good humor was gone. "'As for my knowledge of these things, I've known Althod's beginnings as a tyrant long before you and I met.' "'So that's how they first invaded Ravenna,' Ilse murmured to herself. "'That's how they invaded Ladala's lands, too. It must be something about those amulets.' "'Come, child,' Giselle groaned, waving her hand. "'I may know a lot, but I am old and tired. I need rest. You keep at it with the weed-pulling.' Ilse looked down at the ground, staring at the good soil and budding herbs peeking through. As soon as she could hear Giselle start to snore, Gilly came to join Ilse in the garden. You know when she sleeps during the day, she said, it's because she's up to spinning tails again. Ilse sat in the dirt and stared into space. She was trying to accept the fact that her dream wasn't just a dream, but a real reminder of what happened. Knowing that the wall was useless anyway against the Ilderim made her blood boil. The wall was more like punishment rather than protection. And the Sea King, he must have known all along about the event or the rift between the two parties, which was why they banished her so readily. Stay and stink in your water, Ilsie thought, seething. Gilly tried again. What did she show you? She knew. Maybe she'd already asked. I've had these dreams. Visions. Ilsie muttered. Whatever you call things that are supposed to reveal the past in a confusing way. Gilly thought Ilsie was joking, but she soon realized just how miffed Ilsie was at the moment. She sat in the dirt next to Ilsie, hitching up her skirts so they dangled from her knees as she hugged her legs close. "'I made the mistake of asking her about the wall, too,' Gilly said. "'I've been here for months, and I still don't know everything there is to know about Giselle. I just know that someone with that much knowledge and power is too powerful for the Ilderims.' "'Will she fight them?' "'She's an old lady,' Gilly said.' as if that were obvious enough of an answer. "'We need her,' Ilsy said, now drawing her knees to her chest. "'I've been sent here on behalf of Lady Ladala to ask Giselle to join our side against the Ilderum. They don't even know what she's made of, but it was worth the risk to send me and Reshma to find her and convince her to be allies with us.' "'War is so awful,' Gilly said sadly. "'Look what it's already done to us.' "'I just wonder why Giselle doesn't already help or why she resists my asking.' "'Ilsie said. "'Does she see the future? "'Has she foreseen something?' "'Gilly shook her head. "'Based off of past experience, "'I'm too afraid to ask.'